Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. And go inside the Froggy 92.9 studio. We're back. We're back. A little break last week. Truth be told, all of our microphones broke in the studio. <laughs> Not even joking. Like, not a one was working. Some of them still aren't working. <laughs> but we got enough back. So it's like a Russian roulette. Which microphone's going to be busted today? Don't say Russia. Don't say Russia. Oh. <laughs> the studio is operational. I wouldn't say fully, but we're rolling. We're having fun anyways, and the podcast is back. Everybody's here. Amber's here. Yeah. Tanner is here. Ooh. Jen is here. Ooh. And Dana is <laughs> here. <laughs> Funny you would say that, Amber. Because Matthew McConaughey is leading points for Texas governor by 6%. Wait, is he even what? actually running? Yes. Oh, okay. I he's never... beating Greg Abbott. What is were he, you going to say? Wait, is he running? Yeah, he's like legitimately running. I didn't he running. was actually running. I thought that was just like, oh, maybe I'll do it. My arms are That's what my, my story is about today. He's my story today. Oh, my God. If his slogan is not, all right, all right, all right, McConaughey for Texas, I am out. It's like we didn't learn anything from celebrities being in politics. I literally said that today on air. <laughs> I want to I open with a little life update. I want to share something. I shared it on my social, so you may have already seen. But I have talked a lot on the podcast about my workout journey. Oh, I Ever. thought you were going to talk about how you hate Ted Lasso. My, I don't hate Ted Lasso. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about Ted Lasso. It's such a good I'm show. So, I'm sure it's very good. I saw a tweet that I have to do it. I'm sorry. I have to. Tanner is referencing a post that I made that I said, I wish someone would tell me how they feel about Ted Lasso. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. I saw this tweet. I almost sent it to Amber and Tanner last night. Shout out to all the cool kids who've made not watching Ted Lasso a load-bearing part of your personality. You're super cool. We can see that. <laughs> I'll watch it someday. I hate soccer like too much. It has more. it's nothing about I soccer. I hate. I don't want anything to do. I don't want to know about soccer. Green. I don't want <laughs> anything to do with soccer ever. So I'm Why? just there. It's just it's not the most famous a sport. sport in the world. Yeah. Oh my god! It's Please, just, can you not? Because I played soccer. I just can't. <laughs> it's just not for me. It's the most fit people in the world play soccer. Congratulations! I, I would say soccer is much more of a sport than running. <laughs> it is only running. It is Shots only. It is only fired. running. I was in the most shape of my life, probably more in shape than Dano is right now. <laughs> I have never been in good shape. Uh, <laughs> not true. You were an excellent swimmer. That's so uh, just a life life update. I have talked about workouts and such on the podcast before, and uh, I had a little. Kind of litmus test recently. You do these things called a DEXA scan, which is a you lie in a, a machine and they scan you, kind of like a CAT scan, but less radiation. And it tells you uh, how much fat you got and how much muscle you got. And in the last four months, between the last time I did it and this past weekend, your boy has gained six pounds of muscle. I know. Oh boy. So Where that was go? in four months is a, a, a pretty big accomplishment for me, mostly in my legs, which was not the goal. But it's they call I'll him take Dano it where I get rip it. legs when I was No, I was thinking thick leg Nana, like thick Yuck. neck summer. Yeah, it's gonna be a thick, thick leg. leg summer. Gotta uh, get those short shorts for country summer. Or buy some chubbies. Oh, the leg's going on the table again. Wow. <laughs> uh, also added two pounds of fat, so there's there's yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. Look at, did so. you see those juicy gam gams that you put on the table? <laughs> so that, that was a, a, a positive thing. I felt, I felt really good about that. There was some kind of progress, and I've never made progress in that area ever. I wanted to share for anyone who's listening. Joss, I'm sharing it for Joss. Just, Joss yeah. listens to the podcast. She cares Hi, deeply about your no. legs. What's going on with my She legs? just genuinely deeply cares about everyone. She mm -hmm. does. So I want to just. What that's like? <laughs> Amber and Tanner love when I bring up Rob and Joss. By the way, it's every podcast it's since not, we've been it's here. Been like two it's months. Every it's podcast. been like two months since I bring it up. Amber's looking at me like dagger. Dagger. No, I'm not. I literally looked at you and laughed. Don't okay. lie to the people. You can do that front 
But we all really know the truth is that I'm Joss's favorite. That is true. And they both hate Tanner. <laughs> they do. They, they're like, that Tanner guy, we hate him. Yeah. So I'll do something different today. Usually we come up with an interesting way to figure out who's going to uh, tell their story on the podcast. And we have never done this before. I'm going to let Jen pick. Well, not me, because I've got nothing. So you, you choose, Jen. You choose the order. You get full control of the order of operations, the run of show, as they say in the Reverse business. Reverse alphabetical order. By? By first name. I think that's first me, right? That's you. Yeah, Tanner starts with a T. T. Then I'll go, so, and then Dana will go, and then Amber will go. The A. Well, turns out the alphabet isn't my strong suit because it took me a minute there. <laughs> it's okay, write. buddy. <laughs> right? So I talked about this on a previous podcast, and I wanted to provide an update. The wedding happened. Whoa! I went. I flew back to Washington back over the weekend, and I was a little bit nervous about it because I hadn't been to a wedding as an adult. The big question here in the podcast and the big question on Amber and Tanner in the morning is, what do you wear to a wedding? And I think everyone here might be displeased by what I say, but I wore jeans to a wedding. No. I absolutely did, and it looked just fine. I even, uh, I spent about... Who said that? Everybody there. Uh, I had oh, a few there. beverages and asked multiple yeah, people. I was going to say, he probably went up to people and was like, hey guys, I'm wearing jeans. <laughs> He opened doors. I to went other... home and took a nap. <laughs> he, like, he, I ate a big salad for lunch today. They're like, who are you? I actually, before the wedding, I did take a nap in a motorhome and told a lot of people about you gotta it. Do what you gotta okay, do. so you wore the jeans. Yeah. What did the jeans look like? What did you wear with the jeans? Well, I looked fantastic. My my thought process was, well, if I wear a tie, I don't have to wear slacks. But if I don't wear a tie and just wear a collared shirt. I do have to wear slacks, so I opted. I wore a nice dress shirt from Old Navy, which I was really proud of myself. Cause a for nice dress shirt from Old Navy. From Old Navy, <laughs> it's nice to me. Okay, it was thirty-four dollars. Okay. You mean new or nice? Which word did you mean? Nice. Nice. Because <laughs> nice. it's new does not make it nice. I mean, I thought it's great, and I still am going to wear it to multiple events. What material was it? Was it like t-shirt material? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it was boyfriend Terry, material. Terry Cloth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I guarantee what it was is the classic Old Navy collared shirt material, which looks great in the store, looks mm. great after one wash, Wash three, it gets this weird white residue, and then you can never, and I mean never, get that thing ironed. Ever. Y'all was really excited about this shirt from Old Navy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so getting back on track. Oh, that just got sad. Don't, make it, don't go sad on me. Uh, okay, okay, I'll bring it back up. For the first time since I was 19 years old, I fit back into a large shirt. Hey. And I was really excited hey. about it. I, I put the shirt on in the in the dressing room and went, no shit. <laughs> and then I just looked at myself, I was like, it's not too tight. This is bonkers. This is bizarre. And so that was like a really exciting moment for me. And so How much are you down? I mean, how many how many pounds you lost? A lot. I'm at a I lot. gained a little bit. I'm at forty-five. You As down a, 45? Yeah. That's awesome, Yeah, man. thank you. I really appreciate it. Congratulations. Yeah, I went down like four pant sizes. Wow. Yeah, I'm down to a... It's, it's expensive losing weight. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I haven't really done anything. I just stopped drinking so much soda and stopped eating fast food every day. Isn't that funny? Yeah, and so... Uh, Side note, Taco Bell has a new subscription program. I know, I saw so that. So I saw that and I thought, I'm not going to tell Tanner about this. But yeah. then I just Oh, did. no. I saw it. It's you get a free taco every single day. I'm going to avoid that because that is how I get all of that back. They probably called you, Mr. Chambers. Uh, we just want to let you know that we have a new program. We're inspired by you. We're not going to give you any money. But not seen you in a while, so we just want to check in. I'm pretty sure on the show at one point I said they should do something like that. And so here we are. Here we are. Okay, so you got the shirt on yeah. at the wedding. Sorry. I got, I got the shirt. I'm wearing dark blue like dark dark blue levi's okay they're slim cut they look nice i'm wearing dress shoes and i'm wearing a like a flower tie from target but it's not like a when you think i'm just gonna have to like sexy harry styles it's yes okay when i thought of it i was like harry styles would wear something like this i look nothing like harry styles but it looks nice and so i wore that 
Do you have a photo? Is it a clip-on? It's not a clip-on. <laughs> Believe it or it's not, <laughs> my girlfriend had to tie it because <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I don't know how to tie a yeah, tie. No, yeah. Absolutely. I have not. a picture. Do you know how to tie a tie? I do. Okay. I've tried so many times. I have spent like at least five hours of my life trying to put on a tie. It, I just, I don't do it. Yeah. It's it like with work. French braiding hair. Also cannot do that. No, I don't know how to do it either. No. So yeah. it's the equivalent, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. And so thankfully, and here's a major thing. I, so basically I asked like my girlfriend, like, is this okay? And she said originally that I should wear jeans to the wedding and then went out to our listeners on the air and on Facebook. They're like, you cannot wear jeans to a wedding. And so I was getting some conflicting information going on here. And so I did have a pair of slacks with me. And so the wedding was at my girlfriend's parents' backyard. And so I was able to kind of look at what everyone else was wearing before I went out. <laughs> and so, and I spent half the wedding counting how many people wore jeans compared to how many people wore slacks. Wait, so you were like naked in a bedroom looking at everybody else? No, I had other clothes that I wore that morning. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you're saying, you're saying you could see what they were wearing before you got dressed. Paint I, that I had other clothes. But paint that picture. Are you like out the window? like? Mommy, creepy? who's that man? Trying to see what everyone's wearing, whether you could wear your flip-flops or not? Well, I did have my flip-flops on, <laughs> and specifically my Chacos <laughs> sandals. And then Shout out Thomas Rhett. Yeah, and then I had a, just a pair of sweatpants on and a Golden State Warrior sweatshirt. And that's what you were going to wear. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they were like, Tanner, can you be the flower boy? I was like, can I kick them over in my Chacos? And they were like, okay, we're going to go with somebody else. What is with you wearing different team names in different states? I don't know. <laughs> such a good point. You were in your home state of Washington. You probably have tons of Seahawks yeah. here. But he's going to go with a Golden State Warrior jersey. I don't know what. And then here he's like, I'm going to wear this Dallas Cowboy shirt. I just got that? drugged through the mud when that happened. I mean, you had it coming. Yeah. Well, apparently so. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Oh, my God. We were sidetracking the sh out of this <laughs> I'm so sorry. sorry it's okay it's so, so it's the, the there's the so fruit. many details the fruit is so low okay so i went and just walk <laughs> look at my life dude <laughs> fish in a barrel <laughs> okay so i walked around and i just observed what other people were wearing because people were getting there early and i was like i see at least five guys wearing jeans I'm going with jeans. Wait, so you weren't even fully dressed you're in the warriors jersey just walking around i'm in a warrior sweatshirt Oh, Very it. important. Sorry, guys. So you were technically at the wedding in a sweatshirt for at least a brief period. Well, I wasn't it like was at, it was at his girlfriend's house. It's still, well, I wasn't like out where they're gonna do the ceremony, like just kicking my chacos up in the air or were anything you in like a that. Bush? No, I just looked out the back door and oh <laughs> took God. a peek real quick. I can't imagine how this happened. Were you in a bush? And then so I saw people <laughs> <laughs> like Homer Simpson to get back into the bush. <laughs> Okay, All so right. I got so back from the bush into the house, <laughs> and I was like, jeans are okay. That's fine. Just threw on my entire outfit, went out there, had a great time. 27 men were wearing jeans, only 13 wearing slacks that weren't in the wedding. How old were they? Ranging from everywhere, from really? like their 20s all the way up to their 50s. Man. It was just a kickback wedding, man, and I had a great time. Is this a Washington thing? I don't think so. I think it's just this wedding specifically was That's a little bit more laid back. what I thought. I asked him on the show, I was like, is it a West Coast thing, maybe, that people were wearing jeans? Because back in Georgia, like, to quote Tanner, he would have gotten dragged through the mud in his blue jeans. The last wedding I was invited to, I couldn't make it to, but the groom was wearing jeans, and it was like a country barn wedding, <sighs> and it, he looked fantastic. The bride looked fantastic. <laughs> like, it was like totally... Was she wearing jeans? No, she had on a beautiful dress. It, but was it was very, camo. Like, it, it, <laughs> it would not surprise me, and she would have pulled it off. But, like, I think it all depends. Like, this it wasn't like you were going to this, like, massive church wedding. No, like, it was in my girlfriend's wear, parents' you can't backyard. Wear jeans to a church wedding. Yeah. That, you might light on fire. <clears throat> I just don't get what the big deal is. What you wear to a wedding. Like, slacks are so uncomfortable. Like, you have air going on your legs. They're, like, loose fitting. Like, you have to tuck your shirt in. Here's, I'm, I'm, I, we haven't mentioned this. So I'm going to throw this out there. You're right about the fit and the feel of cheap, nice clothes. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice clothes. Like I have a, and it's not even that nice, but it's a Hugo Boss suit. 
I love those pants. Those pants are like a massage on my leg, yeah. right? And the shirt I have is super nice, like so it feels really good. But you're right. Like if you do end up with the clothes that you can afford that are nice, nice, they are kind of stiff and they are kind of yeah. like stodgy and, and they are like I I, I feel you. And there. my thought lot, process I was I would rather wear a like nice nice pair of jeans that I have rather than like a pair of you know last minute pants right. from well, I wear, I'll allow it <laughs> I wear leggings every day so I clearly know everything about fashion um, I feel like when you're going into a wedding situation like comfort has to be somewhat like key yeah. because you probably don't know most of these people and even if you do it's like ex- if even if it's like a, someone on your family it's like oh great I'm gonna see all this extended family that I haven't seen in over a decade I don't even remember some of these people's names because I haven't seen them since I was four like <clears throat> so just like balancing the you know making sure you look nice but also making sure that you are comfortable I suggested chinos like yeah. from Banana Republic or The Gap because they're not exactly slacks. They're like, like that material. What is, I don't know. It's a little bit softer. Oh, this, yeah, okay. They're not yeah, really yeah. jeans, but they're not really Chinos slacks. Chinos are, are kind of what I'm talking about. Chinos are a little bit softer and they definitely would feel better. They and look, they look nice. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all about something that happened at this wedding that was extremely uncomfortable. So my girlfriend and I get sat down at the wedding and I was like, we're in the front row. That's kind of weird, right? and wasn't really thinking about it. We were sitting where the mother of the bride was supposed to be after she comes down the aisle. And so I was like, Kim, we have to move, we have to move, we have to move. And she was like, what? I was like, the mother of the bride is literally looking around for a place to sit right now, and I'm pretty sure we're right there. So we just shuffled off in the middle of the And did she take the seat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you've talked about the clothes. I need to know the alcohol results. Oh. What happened? What did you do? Because that was a made that was the other mm-hmm. issue, the, the the piece of meat when we had this discussion yeah. last. Oh, I went exactly by the rules that we talked about in the podcast. I had one, maybe two drinks every hour. And so and then I had water in between all of them nice. to pace myself. I mean it went well, I mean the wedding it <clears> just <throat> went down and then there's food of course and then it was just like a big party afterwards. And so I felt like at the party party, I could let loose a little bit. Didn't make an ass out of myself. I had a great time. That you know of. Yeah. I was, I was like, I don't even think. He was I, asking <clears throat> people. And I was like, are we having a good time? <laughs> he, asked, he made a poll on his Insta story and asked everyone to go participate in it. That's yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, can you follow my poll? Also follow me at Tamers underscore. I'm just here trying to get my Instagram. Instagram Take the officiants, Mike. Thanks no. so much, Chris. Uh, <laughs> now the content portion of the wedding will begin. <laughs> Who wants to get roasted? <laughs> oh, is this a phone call coming in from a neighbor that doesn't know it? <laughs> also, very glad no dancing at this wedding. What? And I'm very glad. Dano and I get down on the dance floor at weddings. Oh, not me. Eloy's wedding? I would. I didn't even have a date at that wedding. I got loose. Yeah. Same and at our at Robin Joss's wedding. Same. Yes. But I did have a date at that wedding. She just didn't want to dance with me. I danced with you. We got down to some Toto Africa. It was fun. Everyone has to get down to Africa. But I would say. Good experience. I think I made a good first impression on everyone that I needed to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't get destroyed at a wedding. Congratulations. You're over 20. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Feels like an accomplishment. All right. I guess it's my turn. One of our coworkers, Jeff, is on a like two week road trip vacation. Yeah. So on top of doing the 57 job titles that I do normally in the building, I'm also doing most of his stuff. Which is fine because I used to be the promotions director for that station. So it's not like completely brand new territory for me. But like A, it's a lot. And B, I'm several years older than I was the last time I was in charge of Hot 1017, a top 40 station. So I'm looking at the pictures from the red carpet at the VMAs, which A, did not know that that was an event that was happening until the day after. Had not heard of this. Same. And I'm like, you know, I'm like looking at the fashion, like maybe I can do like a fashion poll or something on the Instagram stories, like trying to keep the Insta alive. And I come across this picture of these two people 
and I don't know who these people are. <laughs> there were some other people where I was like, oh, I'm not really sure if I know who that is. But then when I found out who it was, I, I at least recognized the name. I'm 36. I try and stay on top of some of the younger stuff just because of my position here. But I'm like looking, I Googled like VMA fashion and I'm looking through all these slideshows. I saw this one picture and it didn't have a caption on it, like a BuzzFeed article. And I was like, I need to know who these people are. Could not find them in any of the other slideshow articles that I could find. And it was bothering me. I don't know why it was bothering me, but it was bothering me. So I sent, uh, took a <clears throat> screenshot of the picture and sent it to our former uh, co-worker, Eloy. And I was like, okay, I'm old. Who are these people? And he's the king of pop culture. And he said, I truly have no idea who these <laughs> are. And I'm like, no, we're getting so old if even you don't know these people. So after spending a ridiculous amount of time, I did finally find out who these people were, and they were TikTok people, so I don't care. Yeah, you should have sent it to Tanner and I. We would have known. Yeah. Was it Emma Chamberlain or Olivia? Like No, it was some dude and his girlfriend. I don't hmm. even remember. I'll have to look back and find out their names. Because Emma Chamberlain got to go to the Met Gala, which I think is crazy. I actually, I saw her outfit. I liked it. Crazy that TikTok stars are literally at the Met Gala. Addison Rae got to go. Yeah. I was like, What? I definitely didn't know a lot of people at the Met Gala, but I also don't pay too much attention to that. Half of the people on Dancing with the Stars, when I was looking through the Dancing with the Stars list, they're like, YouTuber, YouTuber. And yeah. I was like... Oh, yeah, JoJo Siwa. <laughs> so my question to all of you is, what is like a pop culture event or some like pop culture related moment that made you feel old? Oh, wow. What makes me feel old is I'm getting to the age where pop stars are starting to become younger than I am. Like, it was different when, like, Justin Bieber was relevant and stuff like that because they're relatively around my age. Some of the top songs in the world right now are by, like, 18, 17, 16-year-olds. And I'll when I would hear, like, Olivia Rodrigo for the first time or The Kid Leroy, I'd look up their age and be like, they were born after 2000? Yeah. And just any... Buddy born after the year 2000 in my mind was like an infant forever. <clears throat> and now I'm just coming to the realization that I'm starting to get kind of old. And you're not, and that's the funny thing is because you're not, you're, you're still really young. Yeah. But like when you look and you're like, these people are almost a decade younger than me and in five seconds have achieved all of this. Right. Because when I'm a, when I was a kid, I would look at performers <clears throat> and be like, oh my God, they look so much older and stuff like that. But I look at some of the stars today. I think the best example is I watched Olivia Rodrigo's performance at the VMAs and I was like, she looks like a child. Yeah, she's young. She looks so young. And it just kind of blows my mind that I just kind of getting older. Well, I'm not that old. I'm still really young. But the fact that like stars and like, for example, football players are so much younger than I am now. Like if I was a football player, I'd be like, Ancient. Yeah, I'd be like a fourth of the way through my career right now. <clears throat> Tom Brady and never retire. Well, think about like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. They were like 16 and 17, but to me, they looked so much older when they started out than like Olivia mm -hmm. or Billie Eilish even. I feel like Britney... I think, I feel like, like Britney and Christina <clears throat> were only like maybe two or three years older than me when they came out. So they were substantially, <clears throat> they were closer to like 10 years older than you when they came out probably, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. So like there's that different, that age gap. And I, I guess there was like, I guess when I was in my 20s, there were people like, that was when like Justin Bieber and stuff was kind of yeah. coming out and he's younger than me. But it just never... Jonas like, Brothers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but it never felt like... Like, I knew who those people were. Yeah. I wasn't like, I, well, I couldn't have named a Jonas Brothers song to save my life until they did the whole new Jonas Brothers stuff. But I know who they were. Yeah. Now it's like, sometimes I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm like, why does this person have... 500,000 likes on this picture. Yeah, like, that happens to me on person? Instagram a lot. Like, it'll be yeah. some person I have never heard of in my entire <clears> life. <throat> and I would say, you know, with our job here at Froggy, we're all people that are pretty in tune with what's going down for the most part. But I'll go on Instagram and be like some random person that like doesn't do music, isn't an actor or anything, and they have like 1.8 million followers and they're verified. And I'm like, who is this? YouTuber. And what do you do? That's the thing I don't get. Content uh, creation. Which is what? 
What does that mean? It's just all sponsored content creation. All these little kids are on YouTube all day, every day watching these videos. <clears throat> yeah. And they're the consumers now. It's crazy. Good for them. We should, we should figure out how to do that, guys. <laughs> we try. We, we try. The moment, the what, what makes me feel old are movie remakes that I was around for the original to come out and be new. Yeah. So like Aladdin, y'all. I remember when Aladdin came out in 1993, and that was like this brand new movie mm -hmm. with like the digital graphics of the lion head and the sand was like. It was cool. I'm yeah. George Jetson, dude. Like, this is the future now. Like, yeah. look at that. You know, like. Wait, wait, wait. Can I tell you something about Aladdin real quick? Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned the lion head. Yeah. There's like some scary parts in Aladdin. Yeah. It was my favorite Disney movie, but I would fast forward through the lion head in the sand and the part where a giraffe would turn, I mean, giraffe, giraffe would turn into the snake. I'd fast forward it because oh, I get really? really scared. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> then I get to the good parts and I'm like, ah. <laughs> Did you guys ever do that? Dark moments in that movie, for right. sure. It's legit. So the remake of Aladdin made you feel old. Yeah, and which I didn't see, but just knowing that like that was a new movie, like that was a new movie to me. What was another one? Oh, Planet of the Apes. With Planet of the Apes, they did a remake. They've had several remakes recently with James Franco, and then they did a sequel to it as well. James Franco one's great, by the way. I remember the remake that they made in 2003 with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And that was, of course, the remake of the 60s one. So that, that was like... Exists? I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yes, dude. It was like, it was a, it was big, a big deal. deal. Yeah. This was like big summer movie. movie. Tim Burton, Michael Clark, Clark Duncan, Tim Roth, Mark Wahlberg, Helena Bonham Carter, Charlton Heston is in it as an ape. Wait, Tim Burton was a part of this? Yes, this is movie. It's got the great, it's like got the most bonkers ending ever. Is it good? It's actually pretty good. Okay. I Weird it. ending. Yeah. But Do you like that movie? I've never seen any of the oh, okay. remakes. I've only seen the originals. So, but, but just so listeners will know that I'm not pro remakes and I get on my soapbox sometimes about it. So it's And it's not been that long. I think it came out in like 2001 maybe and the remakes were like in 2015 maybe. So it's not that long but like it's like to have been around long enough that you're like, oh, I remember like. The first time you remade this, that was my new Planet of the Apes. And yeah. I kind of had the same <laughs> kind of had the same feeling about when the new Star Wars movies right. came out and like I went to the theater like the premiere like being so excited and I looked around me it's mostly just little kids and I was like, "Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I never I like I was such a big fan of the original Star Wars releases. I've never seen any of the other ones. What? I just Hayden Christensen cannot act his way out of a paper bag, and oh. I just can't get with it. Well, that's fair. I will say <laughs> this: you've never seen this poster, Mark Wahlberg. I have games? never seen that. You did poster. not know this existed. Mm -mm. It's, it's news worth to me. watching. What year did that come Paul out? Paul Giamatti's in it. Two thousand one. Oh no, I don't. Bruh, I was five when that came out. I know, but you've lived since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it depends who you ask. I would need to rewatch it again, but Tim Roth, especially. Tim Roth is the bad guy and he's excellent. In yeah. It. So that's, he's worth the price of admission. Well, now I know what I'm doing this weekend. It's probably Get streaming it. free on Get one of on the 57 it. streaming services. Yeah. Right. All right. Who's next? Well, for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I I'll, you I'll be quick. said something. I just was commenting on what everyone else was saying. But for me, it's like watching these award shows, it's like the fashion that makes me feel old. I'm like, there is no way on God's green earth will I ever wear that. I went to the mall on Sunday, <laughs> and I had the exact same thought. There are some things that I do update in my wardrobe based on fashion, and it, I'm like you, Jen. I do wear leggings to work a lot because I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, but I do like to dress nice. And you do. When I do things. And you do. And there's just some things I'm just like, I can't. I can't do it. Like, I won't. Like, I have... I'm. I'm prideful, but then I think back when I was a teenager, I, I did everything, man. Yeah. The, the the whole scene phase, I was all over that. All over Hot Topic. I had to wear everything everyone else was wearing, but now I'm just like, I'm too old, dude. No way. Yeah, it's a life-defining moment when you go from, like, Paxson and Hollister to <laughs> just Macy's. <laughs> Where are kids even shopping these days? The dolls like, kill or something. Well, there's like if you think <laughs> Tilly's actually isn't that bad, but like even some of the stuff in like 
PacSun. I'm like, who is wearing this? Who? Like Have what? you seen the booby shirt that's like... Yeah. Wrapped around like, it's like these like <laughs> Oh, I have that shirt. They're like <laughs> they're like bile oh, yellow shorts. And like Oh, I actually really like designed sweatshirts. I don't know. I'm old. Dude, I don't know if I can talk Everything's cropped. It, when I was going to PacSun, I got Jenkos. Y'all know about Jenkos? Oh, no. yeah. J- they brought them back. JNCO. Are those the super loose fitting super they're the ones that are like my pants. turn to put my leg up. <laughs> the juicy, they're like juicy this big games. and they like go around your shoe. Once you are, step on them? Those are the massive ones, but yeah, they were they were particularly baggy pants. Mm-hmm. It was like bros really wanted bell bottoms, but they couldn't wear bell bottoms, <laughs> so they invented Jinko jeans. Like a stripe down the side, black and white stripe down the side. Have shorts where the pant okay, the, the short goes down past your knee, but then the back pocket occupies the entire length of the back short. Like, if you think what a juggalo wears, yeah. that is what, they still wear those. <laughs> basically, basically, it could have been Oh, a, my. It could have been a prop from a Starsky and Hutch remake. Yes. You can buy them for $300 right now. Yeah. Yeah, because they, like... For, Vintage, dude. Well, no, they re-released them. They, yes. like, re- did a whole line of them for uh, for reasons unknown. Jingo. I, my brother wore these. <laughs> I mean, my he's, crew he's definitely y'all. wore them. Yeah. My crew I, definitely wore them. I just feel bad for everybody's like washing machine that has to deal with all of that. I mean, that's like five pair of jeans in one. We survived. <laughs> washing machine, maybe we not. We survived. Tough time. Yeah. Now you know why we have a drought now. <laughs> Did you wear these? Never, these? They make so Amber's. They do make some that are so large that it's like literally a tent around. Oh yeah, each two leg. people can fit. Yeah. In those. Do you guys remember no. those tents when you were kids? Like you'd go around in a circle and you put them up and you have to like run through. Oh yeah. The, of it. the little kids. Like, you could do that with those pants. Like that. Oh, okay. Like mine were more casually yeah. baggy. Yeah. Yeah. Those are bad. These are bad. Those are bad. Baggy, baggy <laughs> jeans are really bad. Baggy jeans are back, and I bought a pair at the SoCo Market, and I wore them once, and I was like, I don't know about that. That's a lot happening. <laughs> I tried to be hip, you guys, and then I looked in the mirror. I was like, I look like an old man trying to be old, young. <laughs> One of those. Story of my life. It says, it says the right. twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, but yeah, like I feel up. like the the yeah, general like the like I'm not yeah, quite shut Gen up, Z. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm listening, Tanner. <laughs> I'm spiritually fifty. Okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 I'm ninety-three. I get yeah. it. Tell me how you feel close to forty. Who's up next? It's you. Oh, I'm close to forty. Let's talk about a accomplishment. Because not only <laughs> was I on time today, guys, but your boy read a book. Oh, Ooh. Dano knows how to read. Your boy read a book. <laughs> Dano's running around Thank the studio. You. Wait, wait, he did wait, not wait. read a book. Like Thank a full you. book? He over there. You did not read over it. There. <laughs> he didn't read it. But like... A page? You didn't read it. Let me hear it from you just like I heard the book that I read on Audible. Wait, read or listen to? Read it. <laughs> Did you read it? To my ears. <laughs> Please stop. Just tell us what it was. So, at the suggestion of Tanner and to our back to our prior conversation about Ted Lasso I hate when people tell me about things and I almost never take recommendations not because I don't care but because I care too much and I want to really like take your gift of your suggestions seriously and I don't have the time to commit so like oftentimes people make recommendations and I'm like oh that's lovely and I'll never ever 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 do it ever 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 Tanner suggested I check out Matthew McConaughey's book Green Lights and I happen to be I've been using Audible, and I listen to it when I, uh, which is books on tape. That's all it is. It's just Amazon's books on tape. It's Amazon's Netflix books on tape. So I've been using it on my commute to just get some different type of content because I just can only listen to the Jim Rome show and the Froggy 92.9 app so many times. Up for a new book, and I didn't really know what to pick. And so Tanner said, check out Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. And I thought, you know what? Have zero interest in this. Might as well. Maybe it'd be funny. So I read Matthew McConaughey's book. I was going to share a little book report for everyone in case you're curious. Yay! And Tanner can jump in here too because he has read it. 
The book is called Green Lights, which is based around his concept of the like a things that have happened to him in it, his life. Exactly. I've listened to a little bit of it with Cole. Oh, okay, cool. Has Cole listened to it? Yeah, he's listened to it. So it's like a stoplight, and you know there are things in your life that are red lights, so you get seemingly fired from a job. Or, or the way McConaughey says it, red light. <laughs> red light, red, red, red light, red light, red light. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there are some things that are sort of, you're unsure about, those are yellow lights, mm-hmm. and then there are moments where it's a go, and you get a green light. Which is also ap- apropos because in filmmaking, when a film is okayed to move forward, it's called getting green lit, mm-hmm. getting green light. So kind of cool. So the book is about his life. It's positioned as, hey, these are stories about my life, but it's positioned su- in such a way that he wants you to try to be able to take something for it from it. So rather than just sitting here and like, hey, I've got to make out with Penelope Cruz, aren't I great? Instead, it's like... Here's why I made out. <laughs> no. He tries. To, he tries to pass along life advice, and so uh, one thing that is uh, memorable in the book is he really likes bumper stickers, and so sounds like somebody else I know. <laughs> the book. The book is a little wordy. I'll be honest with you. He's definitely trying to sound very cool. He is very cool. Yeah, I was about to say. He's the coolest. He's pretty cool. But he's also like trying to be like a sort of blue collar, like poet, like philosopher. Jack Kerouac? Yes. So <laughs> in the midst of stories, like in the middle of stories, he'll just stop and be like, bumper sticker. Don't walk into a place like you want to buy it. Walk into it like you own it. Right? And they'll tell a little bit more of the story. And they're like, bumper sticker. I believe the truth is only offensive when you're lying. Like, and so there's so many of those. There's probably a wow. hundred of those in <laughs> there, the book. There's at least a hundred. Because it just, you'll, it's almost like you're in the middle of a sentence. And then it'll just come out of nowhere. He's making sure you're paying attention. Yeah. I'll be like driving. I, when I was listening, because I also listened to it on tape. Or on my phone <laughs> I'd be listening and I just kind of like zone into it and then he just go bumper sticker like wake me up <laughs> from a from an audio nerd sidebar from a like EQ perspective from a mastering perspective books actually mastered pretty badly because like it's all at this level and then it's like bumper sticker like it's all like it's like literally like stabbing your ear so I had it in my headphones and I was like I want to work on that. Maybe a little compander in there. How do you feel about that? So, interesting things from the book. One, he invented the phrase, the reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. You remember that happened a few years ago? Like, where he was in True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club and Interstellar, and they're like, hey, he's making a comeback. He invented it in an interview, and he said to a reporter, they're like, well, you got a lot going on, Matthew. And he, he made this up. He said, yeah, I was talking to another reporter earlier, and, I, and they told me it was a, kind of a reconnaissance. And I thought, oh, that was clever. Oh, that's great. We love that. And that's how that phrase got invented. He was routinely uh, beat. He and his brothers were routinely beat by their parents. Oh, Lord. And that in the this book. This took a turn. Then that in the book is just like sort of considered normal. Yeah, that was something that was really... He just kind of casually says it. Trigger warning, nothing. Yeah. So that's why I decided to throw it in there out of nowhere. What else is there to say? Tanner, give me another one. Is there another? His whole trip to Australia for a year was amazing. Yeah, he went to Australia as a young child and was like basically put with like the weirdest family ever, but couldn't leave. Oh, oh, my favorite part. My sorry, my favorite part just made me think of it. So when he's back in the states, though, he's. The only reason that he got into acting in the first place was he happened to be at a Hyatt in Houston or something like that, drinking one night, and he started talking to somebody next to him who was a film producer and was like, yeah, why don't you come down here and come be an extra? And that's how he got the role in Dazed and Confused. He literally had zero interest in acting until that point. Wasn't it based on, like... A friend or a brother or something like his character in Days and Confused. He did start basing it on that, but literally up until that moment, until that producer said, "Do you want to come be an actor?" He had never even considered. Yeah. He was thinking about going the film route. He was thinking about being a director. So, and anyways. he totally improved. All right, all right, all right. Yes, one of the most famous lines in movie history. That was just off the top of his head. So overall, I enjoyed it. Overall, it was it was worth the listen. Like I said, it was a like a. I'm pretty glad I didn't read it because it was just, it's a lot, like he speaks with a lot of words 
uh, in, in, from a radio perspective. What else would he speak with? From, Sorry. Well, if you looked at this from a radio copy perspective, you'd be like, get to the freaking point, bro. But that's his thing. Is, is it a 30 true? with a 60 Bingo. wording? Okay. Bingo. Have you seen... Here's this live 10 read that's two minutes long. <laughs> Have you seen the physical book? No. It's massive. It's massive. It I is massive. It. Really? It's a thick yeah. boy. <laughs> if anybody... Like Stephen King's The Stand. I was going to say, is it Harry yeah. Potter? Mm, it definitely really? follows. It's, it's almost like when Matthew McConaughey was reading the book back to us for the book on tape version. They were like, we're going to have to speed this up because the pace he's going at was fast. Because if I would have got the physical copy of the book, I would have never finished it. No way. It doesn't it was six hours to listen to? That doesn't. That's not that long. Well, he is gut. He's talk. He talks fast. That's true. Yeah. For the first, I had to re-listen to the first chapter because he was going so fast. It was hard for me to keep up. I listened to David Goggins' book. Who's a, he's a Navy SEAL, and that that book was thirteen hours. So I guess that book must have been like super. Yeah, most of the long. books I listen to are anywhere from like eight to twelve hours, yeah. and that's just like a standard novel. I enjoyed it. I am glad I did it. I learned some interesting stuff about him. I kind of I'm. I wanted to ask everybody, what is a book that they've read in the last year or ten that uh, that they would like to shout out? You know, since that's something that can be done is reading books. I'm just learning this. You're just learning. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought once you're done with school, you're just done with books. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could do it for fun. I've been reading the Witcher series. You know Henry Cavill's not actually... He's not in the book, no. In the book. <laughs> Every other page has a picture of his face. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Cole played the video game. He really liked the video game. I really like the Netflix series. And I've been reading the books, and they're obviously way better than the Netflix series. There's stories, little short stories they've left out that are absolutely incredible, and I'm really into, like sci-fi and fantasy and stuff like that, as I've mentioned before. So I get to learn about all these new monsters and things like that. So I've been reading the books and it's taken me a while, but I've, I'm going to actually have convinced Cole to read the books on Audible. That's cool. So he was just like, I'm done with Harry Potter. What should I do next? And I was like, try The Witcher. And he's like, what about Game of Thrones? And I was like, no. Yeah. I, wa- I, wasted, <laughs> I wasted way too long of my life on Game really? of Thrones. Really? But a lot of people love that. They say it's amazing. Oh, but Game of Thrones of- is great, but like he, uh, George R. R. Martin never finished the books. So then when he did the show, they kind of like were like, okay, so tell us what you think's gonna happen. Mm. And then they finished the show. They outpaced him. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, what were you saying? Oh, I was just gonna say, think about the amount of time that we've spent watching Game of Thrones. Zero. Man, you just like poo-pooing on popular stuff. No, I just... <laughs> No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm one of those guys. No, no, you're not. What I'm saying is, <laughs> even as as great Poo-pooing. as Game of Thrones is, I didn't realize how much of my life I spent in front of a TV just lost. I've spent a lot of my yeah. life watching Lost. Same I tried thing. to read the books a long time ago because the guy I was dating was like super into them, and I got like halfway through the first one, and I was like, I'm n- I don't want this near me. I don't want anything to do with it. Wow. <laughs> that was I could not get into it. Yeah. I like it was like it's I'd be sitting there and I and I and at that point I was reading like two three books a week because I also worked in a bookstore and I was like I when did you work in a bookstore? I worked at Borders. When did you work at Borders? Before I worked here. Is it when Borders was still open? <laughs> no, I worked there after it closed. <laughs> yeah, Jen was just sitting there like we still got books over. Here. Before he died? No, after he died. <laughs> no, Tanner's like, Tanner's like, what's Borders? Well, Game of Thrones has a lot of like thick and heavy language in it, like yeah. Middle Earth, medieval type language, and it can be tough for me personally to get into that. And that's kind of sort of how The Witcher is, but I see why you probably just yeah, were not into it. And there's a lot of raunchy stuff in there as well. That doesn't bother me. Jen, <laughs> Jen would be down with the spinoff series, though. The Bitter. Starring me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to laugh at that. TM. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is it my turn to talk? Yeah. Okay. A book that I just read, actually, while we were traveling, is called Chasing the Boogeyman by Richard Schismar. And You've uh, talked about this before. I think I talked about that I was bringing it on our trip to read. Okay. So it's endorsed by Stephen King. And what I didn't realize when I bought it 
was that it's written in the form as if it's a true crime book. So as you're reading it, it's written as if this guy lived through these murders as a child and was like working at a newspaper and kind of involved in reporting on the stories and then growing up with the families involved and... Ooh, I'm in. So like... It kind of takes you a minute to get into it because at first you're like, is this a true crime book or is this a novel? But it's a novel written as if it were a true crime mm. book. And the way mm. that it's done is really, really cool. You don't see the ending coming, which is something that I always like because I'm very good at figuring out who done it in right. mystery novels. Except <clears throat> clickbait. Except clickbait. Did not Did see, not that, see coming. that coming either. Um, so, uh, I, if you're into any kind of, like, you know, murder mysteries and stuff like that, I do highly recommend it. It is on sale on Amazon right now. Who, who, who wrote, I was just say, who sings it? Who wrote it? Who's <laughs> the author? Richard Shizmore. Shizmore? Shizmore, I think is how you say it. He is a New York Times bestselling author. Wow. So, yes, Chasing the Boogeyman. Mm. Nice. Well, thank you all. I just wanted to talk books, as we usually do on this show. It's book talk. Just wanted to recommend Naked by David Sedaris. Oh, did you yes. Did you not tell your... No. I'll be real quick, though. I'm literally cutting <laughs> everybody off today. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're good. We're all throwing in so many sidebars, I'm just thinking that counts as talking. Really just love Naked by David Sedaris. He's basically just a humorous writer, and it's in the form of essays. And I love all of his books. Me Talk Pretty One Day, Dress Your Family, and Corduroy and Denim. He literally goes on tours where he has, like, notes of what he wants to make for his next book. Like, he's come to the LBC a bunch of times, and he, like, performs his rough drafts, and based on what works off there, he makes edits and makes books off of it. That's awesome. And Naked is great. He talks about growing up in North Carolina, figuring out his sexuality, and all that stuff. And he does it in a really funny lens, but it's the type of book that, like, you can cry one chapter and laugh the next hmm. chapter and it's, just, it's super entertaining is naked the one where he talks about the toilet overflowing no no that's the one i've read that i really like that i'm that kind of... i like i've read that one and i liked that story specifically i don't know he just does this hilarious take on like a toilet overflowing <laughs> or like him not being able to flush the toilet and it's like absolutely hysterical he grabs like the weirdest and smallest details and will just go on a rant about it, and it's you phenomenal. listen to that next. What's the underwear one? Naked? No, not naked, but there's like one. No, naked has the underwear, the boxer briefs mm -hmm. on, yeah. on the mm -hmm. cover. Anyway, thanks for sharing that with us, Dano. You bet. <laughs> Amber's turn, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I swear to God I've been seeing celebrities out and about in the past couple of weeks. I'm into it. <laughs> Who have you seen? We need the hot goss. I, I don't know that I've really actually seen anyone, but I swear in my life, I was at Miran Cheeto in front of the LBC on Friday, and I saw Riley Green there. And I texted you guys because I figured you guys would be sleuths and check it out for me, but I actually think he was in Cleveland that weekend. But this guy looked exactly like Riley Green. <laughs> he had, like, the long, curly hair. He was dressed like Riley Green. <clears throat> he was hot like Riley Green, and I normally don't say that. Did he have that sexy mustache? Oh, yeah. Whoa. I swear. <laughs> Whoa. I swear it looked exactly like Riley Green. And Jen was like, it's not. It's probably just some country boy in me ranchito. Like, just another Petaluma County. boy. But they, I mean, it was just like a table full of those type of dudes, so I'm not surprised. Maybe he ripped off Riley Green's look. It wasn't a bad one. But then on Saturday, the very next day. Cole, take notes. Face rice. She's cheating on you. <laughs> um, do you know he's dating Jana Kramer now? No. Kristen Cavallari. Yes. Okay. Jana Kramer is dating, dating Jake, Jake Cutler. Cutler, which is Kristen Cavallari's ex. What? Yes. That, that's why I knew there was a connection. Yeah. It's a, a lot of a lot of drama in the country music world right now. Yes. We're spilling the tea. Psst. All right. That's the tea spilling. So thanks, Tanner. We didn't get yeah. that. I figured. Psst. It's kind of hard in different. an audio space. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gesture. Jana Kramer is dating Jay Cutler. Yes. That is so obvious. Yeah, it is, isn't it? She really likes mediocre white men who cheat on their spouses. <laughs> He's the worst. The Sorry. worst. Anyway. Yes. Awful quarterback. Too. Uh, and then I went to Solage, which is in Calistoga. Um, it's like a resort type place. It's mm -hmm. really nice. I've never been before. I got invited to go to a lunch with a friend that works there. And I was sitting at lunch, 
inside the hotel and I look out and I'm like, I know this man. And I totally think this place attracts a lot of celebrities because it's really nice. I've never seen anything like this place. If you get a chance to go and just visit, just look at it. It's wild, right? You've been. I, I went to a wedding there. At Solage? Yes. That's awesome. So it, it seems like a very Dano place because they've got like a whole spa with like an infrared sauna. <laughs> they've boy, got a they've got boy. like two different mineral pools mm-hmm. and a, like an ice box and an ice pool. They've got everything for Dano there. Welcome to Calistoga. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I look out and I'm like, I know this man. He looks so familiar, and he looks like a famous person. I just can't put my finger on it, and I didn't want to ask anybody because I don't I want to be like, is that a famous person that I don't really know over there? Uh, so I was in the shower last night, and all of a sudden, and I told this story on the show, so Tanner's already heard it before, but I was like, Skarsgård! One of the Skarsgårds! And I'm like, get out! I get out my phone, I'm like, still in the shower, like, I almost thought that I was going to break my rib, like Tanner did. I literally had that thought, and I was like, Skarsgårds! And I looked, and the guy, I swear on my life, it was Gustav Skarsgård. Woo-hoo. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. Alexander, right? Alexander Skarsgård, wasn't he on True Blood? right? Yes, Bill was in Pennywise. Yeah. So, this guy, he was in Vikings, he was Merlin and Cursed. I, you know, I could see him being there, because he's not, like, more recognizable than the other Skarsgårds, but, like... He also kind of just looks like a normal dude. You know... Did he have famous vibes when you saw him? Yeah, he was wearing, like, a beanie, all, like, cocked a certain way. He was really tall and had this, like, distinctive, like, nose... And was bald and, like, was sitting there and looked famous to me and the kind of like this guy. Why do famous people just, like, have a vibe? Like, you won't even know who it is. And yeah, they, there's just like a certain four. Yeah, this see, guy was that yeah. tall. See what I've said about tall guys before? Tall guys get yeah. way further than they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Scarzi. <laughs> sorry, Scarzi. Was he, Scar-Scars. It was hot, though, right? It was a warm day? Not in Calista. It was raining that day, actually. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if it was a hot day and he's wearing the beanie, definitely celebrity. <laughs> Odd That's, clothing choice based on the climate, celebrity. That is actually such a great observation because I'll never forget like seeing bands and stuff like that. And they were just like wearing like giant Jackets. coats. Jackets. And like 85 degree heat. Like, I don't care how famous you are. You can dress weather appropriate. It's okay. <laughs> Peter Skarsgård, is that one of the, is that, he's, is he related as well? I think that's, yeah, they're either older brother or dad. One of the dudes was an it. He was that was, was Bill. Yep. Look how I many there are. There's so many Skarsgårds. I didn't know that. Alexander, Walter, Bill, Sam, Asia. Isn't there Stellan? That's the parent. Who's that? Hold on. Who am I thinking of? Oh, I think, I think I'm thinking of Peter Sarsgård, I think. Peter Sarsgård. Oh, the older Sarsgard. guy. Sarsgard. Sarsgard. Oh, I don't know him. Is he married to Maggie Gyllenhaal? I think he is or was. But anyway, have you guys ever randomly seen a famous person in public? You're just like, oh, oh, that's a famous person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was it and where was it? Uh, I have so many. I go to Vegas a lot. One that's not Vegas. I went to, uh, what is the... Bar slash restaurant that is across the street from the Giants stadium. Momos. Momos. So I was sitting in Momos. I have one, I have one at Momos. Yes. So I was going to see a show at the, the Fillmore that night, and we ended up down there first. And I'm sitting there at the bar, and I have uh, Katie sitting right next to me. And we're, you know, we got a drink, we're talking, and I hear this voice. And I don't know what face I made, but Katie was like, are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, I'm pretty sure Jerry Rice is sitting right behind me. I recognize the voice. So I'm like trying to be sly. I'm not sly. I don't even know. I think I know what he looks like. Uh, kind of turn around. Jerry Rice is sitting there. He's got a suit on and all of his rings. <laughs> he's like talking to the people about his time playing sports. Boo, boo, boo. And I'm like, boo, boo, boo. Oh my God. I texted my dad. I'm like, dad, I'm in the same bar as Jerry Rice. <laughs> <laughs> and so like he, I'm like trying to figure out if there's a good time to go ask for a picture because there never really is. But he was like clearly like 
it dressed to the nines. He's got his if rings on. He's got on. his rings on. He's talking yeah. to everyone. You at that point, he's not at a nice table by himself in the dark in the corner where you don't go ask for a picture. You're at the bar, you got your rings, you're and you're taking pictures with the staff. He's holding court, as He's they say. He's holding court, yes. He actually has Lombardi trophies like, <laughs> on his shoulders. He's like, no, don't bother me. Sorry I hit you in the face with my trophy. So we did end up going outside to smoke, and he walked out, and I was like, hey, like, would you mind taking a picture with me? And he was very, he was fine, totally took a picture with me, and it was great. So that's, that's one of my many stories. That's awesome. Tanner, you have one? I shared one this morning on the show, but I'm pretty sure it's not who I thought it was. I was at the Valero right here by our work over here on Neotomus, and a black Escalade pulled up when I was getting gas and got out of the backseat. I swore it was Macklemore. I swore like 100%. I was like, Macklemore is at the Valero that I go to all the time. And then he came out like with a Mountain Dew, and I'm like, I'm still pretty sure that's Macklemore. Got in his car. Mac likes was, the Mountain Dews, yeah. man. And and I don't think it was Macklemore. <laughs> it was just a guy that was Jack Lamore. But the thing I, I told him on the air today, I was like, I, okay, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Macklemore is like a pretty average looking guy, right? Yeah, but I do believe he has family up in the Napa area. So Boom. there is a possibility. Yeah. Could have been. I, I just got in my car and like instantly cued the ceiling can't hold. <laughs> so I was like, I just saw Macklemore. <laughs> and then the reason why I thought it was is because he definitely had a driver. Like you don't yeah. have a driver unless like, and he was just wearing like a sweatshirt and okay. like pants. Was he pumping his own gas? No. Definitely yeah, not. Macklemore doesn't pump his own gas. But okay, gets his maybe. own due. <laughs> yeah. That's what was confusing. I felt like if you He's have a driver... He's like a normal guy sometimes. You know, a normal guy just got to go get himself a soda. Someone asked him in an interview, Macklemore, how do you feel like a normal person? <laughs> sometimes I just do the do, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give two, because I saw... I had one at, at Momo's, too. I was there for a buddy's bachelor party, and we're outside in the patio area. And uh, if you're a Seinfeld fan, the actor who played Kenny Banya, if you know who that character is, (laughs) Steve Heitner is his name, he that season was doing like color commentary for the Mets because the Mets were terrible and they Mm -hmm. were looking to spice it up. And so uh, he was out there and you could tell he had his beer and he was like kind of looking around. And then people started to recognize him, and he literally had to leave. He chugged his beer, and he had to leave because, like... Did he yell, soup's not a real meal! (laughs) (laughs) It was gold, Kenny, gold! (laughs) That was one. And then the other one I wanted to say was... Did I tell you guys about my story? I have, like, two halves of your story, basically. One was at Momo's, and the other one is a 49er. Splash Mountain, did I tell you guys the Splash Mountain story? Mm -mm. Quickly. Your T-shirt you're wearing right now is perfect. Tanner's wearing a Garth Brooks T-shirt with, like, an impression of his face. It's from the 90s, and it's, like, the type of T-shirts that they used to make in that era for celebrities and stars. I was wearing a Joe Montana T-shirt at Splash Mountain, which was brand new. Talk about feeling old. They've since completely redone it. But I was there when it was brand new, and here goes this guy right by us. And my mom recognized his ass and went, that's Joe Montana. (laughs) (laughs) You saw Joe Montana. Nice, Nancy. He he and his wife, Jennifer, and kids, they got in one of the flumes. They cut the line. They got in. They took it. They got out. They ran out. And I tried to, like, we, we saw him go back into the ride. And so then I was trying to stay there at the exit of the ride with a Sharpie. I found a Sharpie somehow. I was waiting for him to she come stole out. stole it from a lady's purse. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real quick, that reminds me. Right. So Danny Wright from 97.7 The River, he was at Disney World not that long ago. And Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra, and, like, all their kids were at Disney World. And wow. he sent me, like, 30 pictures. Really? <laughs> I was like, are you stalking Sierra? Leave Sierra that. alone. Sierra! <laughs> level up, level up. Yeah, I never saw him again, but that was my brief encounter with Joe his, Montana. His kid's babysitter used to live around the, the corner from my dad in Windsor, so he used to, like, drive by all the time. We'd have to get out of the way because we'd be in the middle of the street, like, playing basketball or something. So we'd have to, like, move for his nice car's drive by. <laughs> nice. 
I'll bring up Rob and Joss real quick. Rob from Rob and Joss in the morning almost killed Joe Montana. Is that why they left? <laughs> they fled. <laughs> he was uh, Joe's Joe's uh, son played at Cardinal Newman, which is high school here in Santa Rosa. What and a name! He was Joe was walking across the street. I think that's Old Railroad Highway. Yeah, Mark West. Yeah, where before it gets to Mark West Springs. And they, I don't know, I don't remember, I don't think Joe saw him, and he just, like, started walking across the street, and Rob slammed on the brakes. Mm-hmm. There's Joe Montana. And he stopped and turns his head, and it's Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a cameo in a sitcom. In, like, an Adam Sandler movie. Exactly. Literally. Hey, or, man. Wait, so Joe Montana lived? Joe Montana lived around here, dude. Does yeah, he house? still? No. His daughter went to Elmo, right? Because mm-hmm. her, that team would play against our basketball team. I want to say he had a house in Fountain Grove. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, that adds up. They've been trying to sell it. They originally tried to sell it for $49 million. $49. Uh-huh. And I think they put it back on the market for 9 Wait, do you guys know where this house is? I don't know where it is, but I don't... What don't. are you going to do, buy it? No, I just want to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, Joe Montana lives I think they had a big one around here for a while, and then when the kids grew up, I think they're in the city now? And Southern California. Anyways, we're way over time, so we got to wrap up. Thank you, everybody, for the stories. This is a solid episode. We'll see you next week. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.